0: What is up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode, the Dense Pixels Podcast. I'm your host, Brad, joined by my co-host Micah. Hello. Better get used to this face because see Micah's gonna be on uh on a uh, dad duty for the next couple of months. This is the last time you're gonna see him for yeah. several episodes.
1: Yeah, I cut my hair just for you people. <laughs> <laughs> so I can look good on my last uh, on my last podcast for, for a while.
0: Excellent. Um bit of a bit of a lull in news is is typical after not e3 happens but we did get a couple of things we got some late arrivals uh for summer game fest from capcom and square uh but by far uh the biggest news this week uh is i i mean i i for one am relieved relieved personally uh because we have learned this week uh that there is no widespread harassment or systemic harassment at Activision Blizzard due to the results of a uh, of an investigation that was conducted by Activision Blizzard.
1: <laughs> Yo, this reads like a, this reads like a post headline.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is wild, man. This is wild. Like the nerve. The the uh, the goal to, <laughs> <laughs> to just come up and be like, you know, then now forever together. Like, that's the important thing, right? <laughs> uh,
0: according, according to a report that Activision Blizzard uh, published, uh, that was an investigation that they commissioned. Um, into their own company. Contrary to many of the allegations, the board and its external advisors have determined that there is no evidence to suggest that Activision Blizzard senior executives ever intentionally ignored or attempted to downplay the instances of gender harassment that occurred and were reported. Guilty man pleads not guilty.
1: What? I mean.
0: (laughs) Guilty guilty man tries stealth and and declares innocence. (laughs) My, my favorite part is, la- is, is later on in the report where they say that Activision Blizzard quote, has been subject to an unrelenting barrage of media criticism that attempts to paint the entire company and many innocent employees with the stain of a very small portion of our employee population who engaged in bad behavior and were disciplined for it. So it's Discipl- our fault, really, Micah.
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, us. Us picking on uh the giant uh, conglomerate, <laughs> whatever will they do? Oh, I know what they'll do. They'll make a Diablo and a Call of Duty, and then pray everyone forgets about it.
0: And, well, and uh, about uh, it. unfortunately, unfortunately for them, uh, the the lawsuit from the state of California still marches forward. I don't, I don't think they're gonna take this and uh and give two sniffs about it. Uh, what was interesting though is that I I heard from another report, and I don't have it. Documented here. Um, but I did hear from someone who would know on a show, like not someone that I know personally. Um, that what this actually might be related to, and at least in some respect, is apparently that the board can unilaterally like give Bobby Kotick a raise, like, like a huge, like multi million, like hundreds of millions of dollar bonus if they want to. Um, but they can't do it while like the stink of of the culture stuff is hanging over it so they wanted to get this report out so that they could justify uh giving him a shitload of money for no good goddamn reason
1: what's the point of having a board of directors i like i look i'm not i'm not a business person but mm. i thought i thought that a board of directors was kind of like like I didn't think that they were yes people, right? Like I I thought that they were there to kind of keep the the guy in charge in check. Like you know how the president oh, is no. a
0: king. <laughs> that's not like, what a board of directors not what is director for. Does. No, board of directors is to make sure that they have a guy in the pilot seat that can make them the most amount of money because the board oh. of directors are usually like top investors. We representatives of top investors, essentially, oh, so they're just like so they're not so. <laughs> No, All they are right, we'll they look. are not they are not the CEO police. Now they tend to be because t- like the because, CEO is one of the easiest positions to replace at a company. Well,
1: That's what I'm saying. Right. Like if if the CEO is acting up, the board can just be like, Nah, this is a bad look.
0: But I uh, guess is what you're Bobby saying, Kotick? Like, yeah, is Bobby Kotick financially mismanaging Activision Blizzard? Is he stopped, <laughs> like Is he stopping them from making money, or is has he begun the negotiations of a sale that are going to get? Activision Blizzard shareholders you know a dollar forty on the dollar yeah for selling for selling the company to Microsoft,
1: yeah, god
0: damn man yeah, it's, like, <laughs> corporate America baby late stage more. capitalism, gotta love it, <laughs> God damn,
1: no wonder all these people get into business all these all <laughs> these
0: business people are just evil man well i, I mean but to, to borrow to borrow parlance from. You know, our disgraced ex-president, Bobby Coddick could probably shoot a guy in Middle Fifth Avenue. But as long as it doesn't hurt (laughs) Activision Blizzard's uh, stock market value, uh, he could be CEO. Jesus Christ. I I mean, it's true. It's true. Like like they, they are taking care of him because he makes them a fuckload of money. It's the same reason that Roger Goodell makes like $50 million a year being the commissioner of the NFL. It's because he makes all the owners rich as shit. Mm. and and he also is willing to be to go out there and take all of the the slings and arrows for them that's that's probably the closest allegory is the board of directors is like the nfl owners and then bobby coddick's like the commissioner Uh, well
1: that 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 at least makes more sense like that analogy makes sense even though like roger goodell like you said will take the slings and arrows and bobby coddick just
0: like is like teflon (laughs) like he just nah nah I don't want to not going to do it. So like I said, look, look forward. And, and like, you know, kind of in the wake of this, like Elizabeth Warren has been on her hobby horse looking into this merger deal. And she specified it's not because she doesn't think that the deal is like anti-competitive or anything like that. Like she doesn't think that, that Microsoft buying Activision is going to like harm the video game industry. She's like, no Bobby, like, like we want to make sure that these executives are not pocketing like hundreds of millions of dollars negotiating the sale. While the other people that work for this company are getting shit on and, and, and yeah. have been dealing with like mistreatment and shit like that. That's why they're that's why the Congress is scrutinizing the deal. Like this is what I
1: don't understand. Right. The These people care about money. Mm-hmm. Right. They don't care about art. They don't care about what's being made. They care about like what's being sold. And you're making money like hand over fist. Mm-hmm. Right. I can like on a selfish level, I can understand not wanting to share that with your employees. Right. Like I understand the mentality. What I don't understand is like doing something that could possibly mess this, this gravy, anything that can, that can throw deck and derail this gravy train. Like, I don't understand why you would do it. I don't understand why you would, har- I don't understand why you would harass people to begin with like mm-hmm. sexual harassment and shit. Like that's fucking weird. But like, I don't understand it even on like their weird level like why would you
0: why would you do it if it could mess up your money possibly because it hasn't yet case in point uh 2 weeks after a like a very controversial 2 weeks after launch um Diablo Immortal has so far raked in uh 24 million dollars of revenue and, and again, reminder that Diablo Immortal is a free-to-play free to, free to, free to play game. And they've made $24 million revenue in two weeks. They've not even released yet in China. Uh, there is some news that that launch is being delayed, uh, possibly because Blizzard might have uh, criticized President Xi Jinping uh, on, on China's social media platform. So they're trying to kind of let that lie low for a little bit. Uh, but despite that, uh, $24 million of revenue – uh it's pretty good. Um again, especially considering that everywhere you turn on the internet, um there's a cottage industry of gaming YouTubers shitting on Diablo Immortal for clicks um because it's easy money right now. It's easy <sighs> revenue if you're a content creator uh to make a video panning Diablo Immortal and you will get hundreds of thousands of views on it. Uh and that's good business for you. And it's been good business for Blizzard because people are still buying this game uh, and spending money on this game. Present company included, I bought the battle pass when the game first dropped. I spent five dollars on Diablo Immortal, so I, I, am, I am I am I am part of the problem. I, I am but a pebble. Uh, I am but a grain of sand on the beach that is the revenue generation of Diablo Immortal. Um, now that being said, uh, here's also not helping. So there is a streamer, um, and he, he goes by Quinn, uh, in New Zealand and this streamer, uh, for the clicks, for the views, uh, spent $16,000 on Twitch in Diablo immortal to finally get, uh, a five-star legendary gem in the game. It took him $16,000 of real of, of American dollars and real world money uh, to get this coveted item uh, that is very hard to get. And what did he do, Micah, when he acquired this gem? Uh, (laughs) He uninstalled the game and then realized that he didn't take a screenshot. So he went back in the game and decided, you know what? Uninstalling this game is not enough. He took the level 5 gem or the five star gem this this rare thing that he spent all this money to get and he trashed it into a level one gem so basically he used it to to upgrade a level one gem uh, which is which is th- basically throwing it throwing it away essentially like as, as, yeah. as close as you can to just outwardly like dumping it on the ground uh, and then he deleted his account and then uninstalled the game uh, while he was live on stream uh, as, as protest uh to having the the obscene play to win, you know, mechanics that Diablo portal has. Now, I get the I get being upset about it, and I'm sure that he was not impacted by this because I'm sure he's gonna get enough, you know, views and clicks and revenue that, you know, he'll make that money back up. Not a big deal. Um but at the same time, like Activision Blizzard also has sixteen thousand dollars of your money. Yeah man, like I
1: I mean I I mean it. It let's hope that it makes more sense. You know, like you said, this guy he gets streams or whatever. People probably donate or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Like I get it. Like so, it it makes more sense than like than like people being mad at an athlete and then them burning their jersey. Yeah, right. Like it makes more sense than that, but it doesn't make sense, yo. Like I like, is this a moral victory? Is this a I, I don't. I don't, un- I, I don't understand stuff like this. And maybe it's because I'm not as rich as I would like to be. Right. <laughs> Aren't we like, all? I don't have, right. Like, I don't have, I don't have, uh, like, you could, you could have bought a motorcycle, yo. Like, you could have, you could have bought a motorcycle. You, like, you just threw away a motorcycle, right? I don't have throw away motorcycle money. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I will never, I will never understand um, the, the, the mentality of doing something like this. Like I get it. Right. Like you want to illustrate that like, Hey, this is bullshit. Right. I spent, I had to spend 16. Ah, can't, I can't. I had to spend $16,000 <laughs> $16, to get this, to get this thing. Then. And then I just like, it's stuff like this. That makes me like, well, maybe these NFT people, right like maybe they maybe they do have the right idea right because (laughs) to to grift the dummies to to (laughs) grift people who are just like
0: whatever here's a motorcycle let's throw it in the dumpster like i don't again I, I, i if you're gonna make a statement like this like i can think of far better ways to spend that money like charities or or to support causes that you want to instead you literally did The thing that you're telling everyone not to do. Like, you're being like, you know, like, I spent $16,000 so you don't have to. Like, do you really think that anyone, like, how many people were going to spend like 10 grand or five grand in Diablo Mortal and then saw the video and they're like, whoa, wait a second. Looks like I'm getting (laughs) ranked over the coals here. (laughs) Like, if you were going to spend that kind of money in a video game, like, you're probably, like, they already probably got you. Yeah, man. I just. Like watching a streamer, you know, blow his shit up on uh, live on stream is not gonna not gonna deter you if you were the type of guy that was gonna drop five Gs or ten Gs in Diablo Immortal anyway. Like, like who is this for? It's it's, I think it's just for I think it's just for the content, honestly. Yeah, it's
1: it's it's also it's like a, it's like a flex, right? Like, right? It's like a flex, Sure. Like, you know, like, oh, I got sixteen thousand dollars that I could just fucking do nothing with, do absolutely nothing with. And um, nah, I don't I don't I don't like this. I don't like this at all. And I don't
0: like this. Uh, this this like, look at me shit. And the funny thing is that this dude like is going to be right there on D4 release day.
1: Absolutely. Just like, the Absolutely. Absolutely yeah, just like the rest of Absolutely he is. Absolutely he is. Come on, man. I'm looking at the replies. That amount could pay off my student loan debt. Uh, but the green arrow is more important. Like, yeah, man. Like, yeah. like that could have wiped out a fucking stu- the rest of my
0: student loan debt. Dick, give it to me. Yeah. And again, for the, for the record, uh, uh, you know, just, just to give an update, um, Diablo Immortal is still a fun game if you're not going to play it like a hardcore player. And, and as long as you realize that, like once you get to end game, there's diminishing returns. Like, like I'm like, I'm, I've maxed out my character. I'm gaining Paragon levels now. Um, I've done quite a bit of the end game content, or at least like the, uh, the faction based content. Like, you know, I'm in a clan that's actually quite high ranked right now. And I'm doing like the shadow seasons and stuff like that. Um, So I'm, I'm doing a lot of the end game stuff. Um, But there's diminishing returns like I went from playing, you know, two to three hours of Diablo Immortal a day to playing like half an hour to an hour of Diablo Immortal a day because there's just not that much to do. That's not insanely repetitive. And obviously Diablo is an insanely repetitive game, but the proper Diablo games have much more of a hook and keep you, you know, give you reasons to play like that. Whereas this game just doesn't. And I accept that and that's fine. So, again, if you as long as you're willing to, to accept that. Um, that you can have a very fun time with Diablo Immortal. Um, and just realize that it has a shelf life to it. But yeah, all, like the pro Diablo players that want to like play Diablo for real and like do PvP and all that shit. Yeah, I would, I completely understand, uh, why they are pissed off at Blizzard right now.
1: Yeah. I, God help you if you have like addiction problems, man. Yeah. Like, I, like I got, I got addiction in my family, but, uh, it ain't, it ain't an addiction to spending money. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) and
0: and, and just be clearly i'm not like condoning blizzard making this game as as fucking predatory as it is because it's it's real bad um but i think that you just have to realize like if you're like a regular diablo player and are looking for that experience this just isn't the game for you it's not um it is a mobile game meant to get this to get the people that spend money in mobile games to spend money that's what it's there for and if you're not a fan of that good news there's diablo 3 there's diablo 2 and there's soon to be Diablo four, uh, that you can spend your time playing. That'll be a lot more satisfying.
1: Yeah, don't um yeah, we here at Dense Pixels would never, ever, ever uh want you to give a corporation uh your hard earned dollars. Go to densepixels.com slash Amazon for all of your <laughs> for all of your Amazon needs. Uh, you go to when you go to densepixels.com slash Amazon uh
0: uh if you don't pay anything extra
1: you're going to spend that
0: money anyway right if it comes between if it comes between don't give it to don't give it to diablo immortal but give it to give right. it to jeff bezos
1: give it to jeff bezos and then we get like a fraction of a percent of it um so yeah go to slash amazon and give your money to uh another uh uh billionaire <laughs> uh pick up where we left off uh so, let's I, see. I told you i'm you all, can,
0: always always terrified about this because one one day you, it's gonna be something weird
1: <laughs> <laughs> you can get yourself a uh marvel captain america waffle maker uh, <laughs> that, that day is <laughs> today
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh you can get
1: yourself a marvel captain america waffle maker uh for 44.99 uh what it's prime. One day shipping. Yeah, that seems like a lot. That's a lot of money. <laughs> that seems like a lot just to have a goofy like like just, to, like, just to have just have, uh, have a shield Mercer
0: burned stuff. into your fucking waffle that you're making. And it's only, it's
1: only it's <laughs> only it's only half of it, right? Like the star is only on like the the bottom half. The other the the top half is still like the waffle half. Uh, no, no, I don't like that. No, if you're gonna give me a Captain America waffle maker from densepixels.com/slash Amazon, both sides need to have the star on it. (laughs) But if you want for forty
0: five dollars, I mean, goddamn, right? Like,
1: (laughs) if you want to waste sixteen thousand dollars, you can uh, you can go to densepixels.com/slash Amazon and buy yourself. A, uh, a Captain America waffle maker. I don't have my calculator with me. I don't know how much money that is, uh, how many waffle makers that is, um, but I'm sure it's a lot. And if you spend $16,000 uh, at densepixels.com slash Amazon on Captain America waffle makers, how about you give me and Brad one?
0: <laughs> are, you, are, you, are you a square waffle or a Belgian waffle type of guy? Um, I am a Belgian waffle person. I prefer Belgian waffles as well, but from from a home utility standpoint, the square ones. Oh, no, no, are are, are superior. So yeah, I
1: can't I can't make them.
0: Right? <laughs> right. I
1: I prefer to eat them.
0: Yes. So we got a lot of uh, post E three news last week because uh, Square uh, and Capcom decided to do streams simultaneously. Like like these streams both ran at the same time, which is befuddling <laughs> to me. But okay. Um, and they did like a Final Fantasy celebration stream. And people were like, yeah, we're probably not going to see a whole lot in the stream. It's not happening during Summer Games Fest week proper and, you know, all this other shit. Well, it turns out they announced that Final Fantasy VII uh, Rebirth, which is the second part of the Final Fantasy VII uh, Remake Trilogy, which it was also confirmed that this is going to be a trilogy, uh, is slated to come out in the winter of 2023. So that's just 18 months away, give or take. And then they also announced uh that there is a new gussied up version uh of Final Fantasy 7 Crisis Core that's coming to PlayStation as well. Um at some point in the coming the coming uh look ahead here.
1: Crisis Core, that was uh that was uh Zach's story.
0: Yes, that was the PSP game that came out yeah, many, right. many years ago.
1: I remember that. I actually like that game, and it um, it 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 did the thing that uh, most of these like side project stuff like mm-hmm. doesn't do. This actually is a very good compliment to Final Fantasy. Yes. Um, unlike
0: Dur- unlike Dirge of Cerberus, which also came out around the same time and was not really right. a very good compliment to Final Fantasy Seven. No, no.
1: This the stuff with Zach actually helps fill in the gaps that the original story has in terms of zach and cloud and and their relationship with Aerith and um what that is what all what all that entails it actually i actually really enjoyed that game yeah um and not just because it was one of the few games that like was actually memorable on the psp but i actually enjoyed it so uh i'm i'm happy for final fantasy 7 fans uh i'm i'm uh, I I enjoyed the uh, – you never played Final Fantasy Remake,
0: right? I have played through the first four chapters. Uh, when it came in on PlayStation for free, um, I gave it a whirl. Uh, it just moves along a little too slow. It just moves along a little too slow for my liking. I, I liked the battle system. Um, I thought the gameplay was fun. But the story um, – just kind of plotted along, especially especially when, you know, generally where it's going. Like, obviously, there's a, you know, a huge twist and turns in this tale. Um, but there's certain, you know, beats that you hit that are the same from, you know, original Final Fantasy seven. And so like getting it was like, hey, like we're still going to hit those same beats. But in between them, uh, we're going to put in like three hours of filler content. That's not actually important because it's not really progressing progressing the plot long. um i don't know if i'll get back to it or not honestly maybe if
1: you if you haven't you you're you're probably not going to yeah. if you haven't by now you're probably not going to um you're right it it does have a lot of uh because it's it's just the midgard portion right. and like it towards the end is when it really kind of picks up and things start to branch off and be different uh, and that's exciting, mm-hmm. but, um, like to get from, you're right to get from major scene that you recognize to another, to get from like the bombing mission to like the scene where like cloud and, 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 and Tifa and Eric, they all cross dress in front of, um, Don Corleone or whatever the fuck his name is. I can't remember.
0: <laughs> Don, Don Cornero.
1: Cornero. Yes. Thank yes. you.
0: Um,
1: there's a lot of stuff in there. Yeah. That just it, it, you know, it's just a lot of running around and stuff. And um, and it's honestly not needed. So no. uh, but I did enjoy it. I, I did enjoy it once you once you kind of get through all that crap. Uh I do enjoy it. I'm I'm kind of excited to see where it goes and yeah. how different it will be. Um I'm excited to see how big uh final fantasy rebirth will be Mm -hmm. um if at all like i'm just i'm just very curious i'm curious if we'll get the rest of the cast right like i'm sure like dennis leary sid is gonna be there and and
0: um (laughs) who else who else was uh because I think I think
1: and and Vincent right well I mean uh-huh. the, the game
0: the game uh I mean so what little they showed like the little teaser they showed does appear that they are traveling to Nibelheim. so that would indicate that Vincent is going to be involved in some way shape or form um actually right. I I would be curious to see this in this game's interpretation on like the golden saucer if they do that in this game because that would oh, look my. really cool.
1: It might look really cool, but, like, that's going to be, like, that's going to be, like, 10 hours right? just to get through that. You know what I mean? Because I, I can imagine they're just going to just pack a bunch of shit in there just to do it. um. And that's, you know,
0: I, I don't know. Well, I feel like they're also, like, they're going to skip. Like, they're going to. I don't think they're going to give you, like, an open world to run around in. Like, I think it's going to stay no. the same very, you know very pointed and structured thing. So I don't I don't think you're going to Cosmo Canyon and and you know doing red 13's side story. I'd be surprised if you did that. I think they're gonna keep it focused on the you know the main cloud storyline and which is fine because like Nibbleheim has a lot of shit to do um around that story. Uh, but it's also the part of the main game that dragged the most for me. So I don't I don't know how exciting I would be to experience that either. So, but that's Um,
1: yeah, it's coming. I think people just want to see that. I think people just want to see the you know the burn it down scene, right? You know what I mean? Like they want to participate in that, and uh, I think that'll be the big act two, like you know the end of act two of that game, right? Mm. And um, so yeah, we'll we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I'll play it. Dog. Don't get me wrong. I'll play it. I'm just not like I'm not flipping out for it. It's you know it's I mean? funny because
0: I, Final Fantasy 7 has the weirdest. Three act structure of any game that I can recall, because the act the act one of Final Fantasy 7 is so long, like the yeah. whole like the whole like the, the whole first act up until Aerith bites it. It just it, there's so much shit that happens. In that game. Unless you consider that the end of act two, in which case I don't know where you'd mark the end of act one. I mean,
1: I, there are some stories that have five acts like (laughs) Macbeth Macbeth has five acts. So I'm thinking like, I don't have a, I don't have like final fantasy seven, just, just burned into my memory. Like, like most people do, but I would imagine that this is a five act story. And, um, because yeah, like parts of it really like I remember some of the major points, but I can't I can't break you know where Act One, Act Two, Act Three would be. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I know that sounds weird because like it's on three discs,
0: but well that that does that doesn't count because the third disc is just literally like all right, time for the end right. game. Like it's you know right. like <laughs> So like literally the only story that the third disc requires yeah. is running into the fucking crater. Um do you think it's actually going to come out when they say it's going to come out? Well, they were very vague. Um, yeah. So
1: next winter,
0: uh, so. <laughs> some people are like, Oh, it's coming out like February of 2023. I'm like, no, no, just no, settle. Not settled, that settled on That's saying that would be this winter. Right?
1: <laughs> yeah. So next winter is after this winter. Yeah. that'd be so crazy. next winter is, uh December 2023 to like March 2024. And it's probably coming out spring 2024.
0: There you go. I think I think the fact that they don't have to actually build like a new engine for this one like they can just use the engine that they built for the first game uh <laughs> makes it a little bit easier to take them at their word plus this isn't a Namora game so you know you got that yeah. going for you as well. <laughs> um Another hugely anticipated announcement, uh, Capcom announced that Dragon's Dogma 2 is now in development, which made a higher than I anticipated number of people very, very excited because I don't know too many people that played the first game and have like glowing things to say about it. Maybe it's just like the weird corner of games media that I hang out in and follow, but like there were some people that were fucking geeking over the announcement of a second dragons dogma game
1: Uh, i told you uh last week or a couple weeks ago man capcom fans die
0: hard like they they they,
1: when they love something that capcom does they love it forever even if it's something stupid like lost planet you know what i mean (laughs) like like they love it forever um i wanted to play dragons dogma but Mm -hmm. it it felt like a poor man's dragon age to me. And I'm like, well, I already got dragon age. I don't, I don't well, really see
0: what's no. funny. What's funny about that is that I, I assumed that it was like poor man Skyrim and apparently like, it's not like, it's like, it's got like the open world, you know, trappings of a Skyrim game, but apparently like, it's like, what if Skyrim was mashed up with monster hunter and devil may cry. And like, like, cause you have like that style of combat essentially. Um, so I hear it's good. It's on, like the first one Dark Arisen, is on sale for like $10 right now. I think it's on sale as part of the celebration around the 10th anniversary. So I was like half tempted to give it a download on the Switch and and see if it's any good.
1: Uh, do I want
0: to I don't I don't need to get invested into another Capcom property. No, probably not. Um Plus, it's also since it is like an open world role playing game, it's like, you know, <laughs> like, like a 60 to 100 hour game uh, if you want it to be. I'm sure so. Right. I also probably don't need to get invested in this, but I don't know. Like, it's it's one of those things where I feel, you know, where I hear people talk about it and it gets me curious to, to check it out and play it. So uh, this kind of follows the story we talked about a couple weeks ago where um, the. Uh, What is it? The Public Investment Fund, which is the uh, whitewashed wing of the Saudi Arabian uh, government, uh, invested into Nintendo uh, to the tune of like a billion dollars a couple weeks ago. And we talked about that. Well, they've also dumped eight hundred and forty million dollars into the Embracer Group, which is quickly becoming one of the largest uh, gaming conglomerates in the world. Um, they, just so you know, Ingracer Group, uh, owns Gearbox, they own THQ Nordic, they own Koch Media, they own Saber Interactive, uh, they also own Asmodee, which is the biggest, uh, board game publisher in the world, uh, who is responsible for, um, tons of games that you probably are aware of, um, and many that you might not be aware of, so they own quite a bit of stuff, um, and they've also invested in EA. They've invested into Activision, Blizzard, Take Two, Capcom. Um, but they, the 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 public investment fund, is throwing out money uh, left and right with this stuff. So we talked about how like companies can't really stop um, people from doing it. But it's interesting because we've entered this age where gaming is a very lucrative investment property. People are like, like, like the, the lay people are finally coming around to seeing how big a business the games industry is um, after kind of sleeping on it for, it seems like a very long time. So now that we have these companies like the Saudi Arabian government coming in and investing in things that you like. So that means that those things success is directly helping fund the Saudi Arabian government and, and putting money back into this. Do you think that this is going to impact uh, your buying habits down the road?
1: Uh, If I'm being 100% honest, no. Um, If, if there is something that, um, if there's something, if there's a game that I want to play, like I'm going to, I'm going to play. Right. Yeah. Um, It would be very hypocritical of me. Um, to say that I wouldn't given that I still watch WWE programming on occasion. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, so no, uh, it would not affect my, my habits. And quite frankly, that the, the type of honesty that I just showed, like the type of self-awareness and honesty that I just showed is all that I would ask of people. Right. Mm -hmm. If you are going to, if this will affect your buying habits, like, you you're better than me and 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 I I believe you but like just don't lie about it yeah like I you know it, it's it is
0: what it is um well and that's the thing is that like it, it's been said by many folks and it's true uh there is no such thing as ethical consumption in a capitalistic society there just isn't because in 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 anything that you put money into there's going to be someone benefiting from it who you don't agree with politically, or that you think is is an aberrant person, or it's a foreign government in this case, and that kind of stuff, because a capitalist society encourages many different people from many different areas of the world to throw money and invest into things. That's kind of the thing that it's built on, and so I think that, like Micah said, if you as long as you're honest with yourself and just you know say, hey, like uh, I get that you know some of my money is going to be going back to this to this government who I definitely don't agree with. Um, I can't let that stop me from, you know, cause, cause then you wouldn't participate at all in, right. in, in the buying process of society. I think you can still make selective choices um, about things. Like my, my line is, you know, how much are you flaunting it? Right. Like how, like, like if, if you yeah. know, if, if, if the people from embracer group are going to be like, you know, posing and doing events with like Mohammed bin Salman and, and shit like that. Like that's, that's a little bit different. Like the reason that I don't, you know, fuck with Chick-fil-A anymore is because Chick-fil-A is very outward about the things that they donate money to and stuff like that. Like, I understand that other companies that I buy, you know, food from like donate to the Republican party and maybe even donate to some causes that I don't really care for, but they're not out here. Like, you know, throwing to my face, where Chick-fil-A yeah. comes out and throws it in my face. So I'm just like, well, I'm not going to fuck with you then because if if this, if you want to throw it in my face, then like, you're going to, you're going to encourage me to not do this shit.
1: I, I agree with that. I agree with that. If like, t- you know, if, uh, if THQ's next game has a bone saw as a weapon, like, all right, guys, like, I, <laughs> this, this is not, this is not what I signed up for. Yeah. You know what I mean, yeah, I think you're right. I think that, and I think that's a healthy approach right like it it will be very difficult to live your life uh on a on a moral high
0: ground it's a pie it's uh, impossible in this day and age it just is <laughs> right so just, i mean like or, or at least a a completely moral high ground and i think that you can do you know you can also do things to offset that like you can understand that you know you're caught you know you're Putting money into this stuff so you can find ways to offset that, whether that's contributing financially to causes that you do agree with that run counter to these points or, you know, volunteering and doing like whatever, whatever way works for you that yeah. you're able to do it. Like you, you can you can put put back in to the system and fight, yeah. fight against it that way.
1: Yeah, but carbon credits are not like a thing. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't buy a bunch of nfts and then just be like well here's a dollar for carbon credits i like, no. <laughs> like that don't work man <laughs> yeah.
0: so but yeah oh, i i but i would agree with you there and, and i'd be curious to know if it's going to change anyone else um but it's it's very difficult to you know to live that way like you said
1: i um if if you are the type of person that um that that you will it will change your your spending habits, I really want to know who you are. So go to densepixels.com slash fans and let your voice be heard. When you go to densepixels.com slash fans, you will get invited to our Discord. Our Discord has a bunch of cool stuff in it. Uh, and you it's it's where you can post uh, anything you want us to talk about in the post office. Post it there. Uh, and then we will read it on the next episode. Um while you're on the internet, uh go to youtube.com slash dense pixels. Uh come say uh hi to me because I'll be gone for a while. Uh but it's all good. Uh and you can look at my guile shirt. See? Damn, <laughs> look at that. Look at that. <laughs> look at that. Look at my guile shirt. Uh felt like a guile day. Um when you go to dense when you go to youtube.com slash dense pixels, click uh, subscribe and click the bell notification icon to be notified for whenever we Drop a new video. Um, subscribe to all of our podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, subscribe to the Apocalypse, Black on Black Cinema, Coming Distractions, and the weekly preview episode of the Look Forward Political Podcast. And if that's not enough, go to densepixels.com slash premium for $5 a month or $50 for the full year. Uh, you get access to the premium slate of podcasts, including the airing of grievances, No Time to Bleed, The Men with the Golden Tongues, Offstage Conversation, which apparently is getting ready to do a really bad musical, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and the full episode of the Look Forward Political Podcast. Look, if you have sixteen thousand uh, dollars, real money bucks, or twenty five thousand New Zealand dues or whatever. <laughs> Uh, go <laughs> go to dustprizes slash
0: premium and uh and hook everybody up. Do, do, I like I know they're you know geographically aligned and I think culturally very similar. But does New Zealand have like dollary dues like Australia does, or is it? I, I or have they, no Are idea. they operating just, on some other fake currency?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just assuming. Uh, you know, they're just like the uh, they're the Alcatraz of the prison colony <laughs> that is
0: Australia. <laughs> Meanwhile, Australia was the Alcatraz of the rest of the world. Uh, (laughs) Um as far as new games coming out this week, it's it's a week with a lot of like established games being ported to other platforms and then a couple like other games that are that are you being like re released or like collections shit like that. So it's it's a weird, weirdly convergent week in that way. Um Summoner's Fate. And Anvil Saga, both are coming to PC. Uh, The Elder Scrolls Online is getting its High Isle expansion on console. I think it's been available on PC for a minute here. Uh, Fall Guys is getting released on platforms other uh, than PlayStation and PC this week. Um, it's also coming to PS5. No word on what upgrades come along with that. Uh, Planet Zoo, the con- conservation pack comes to PC. Uh, the Shadowrun Trilogy comes to PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch this week. If you uh, want a blast from the past on Immersive Sims, you can check out the Shadowrun games. Uh, Wreckfest comes to Nintendo Switch. Uh, Firegirl Hack and Splash Rescue DX. Thank God we're getting the deluxe edition of Firegirl Hack and Splash Rescue. Uh, comes to PlayStation. Xbox and switch uh, deliver us. The moon uh, gets a next gen upgrade Naraka blade point, uh, which is the melee uh, battle Royale game comes to Xbox as they announced during their presentation. Uh, Sonic origins comes to PC PlayStation, Xbox and switch. This is apparently the good, and I'm using air quotes for those of you not watching on YouTube, good Sonic game. That's supposed to be coming out in the next several months. Cause this is like a 2d Sonic game. Um, AI, the Seminium Files, Nirvana Initiative, US, comes to PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Uh, The Capcom Fighting Collection comes to PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes comes to Switch. That's already coming out? Jesus Christ. Um, Madison comes to PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. And then Pocky and Rocky Reshrined comes to PS4 and Switch. I did not realize that that fire emblems muso game was coming out this week already
1: yeah me neither it it, uh it it
0: seems very soon it does (laughs) because because i feel like we just learned about it like recently so right uh let us go to the post office where we can answer the questions that you guys send in to the show very exciting uh cam says and i figure we were we were going to get a couple of questions about this this week. Uh on a scale of may young births a hand to Katie Vick, how messy is this Vince McMahon situation and how much stock do you put into the notion that this is all part of Nick Khan's long con to get his childhood friend the rock to eventually buy the WWE? Um
1: i think it's uh i think it's uh closer to the uh katie vick scale of the, the the katie vick ph scale um uh because you know sex is involved yeah um well i guess sex would be involved in birthing a hand but like <laughs> uh, the wrestling's fucking weird man um yes. <laughs> look i don't think uh i don't think ww is going anywhere i don't think um i don't think uh I, I, I find it funny that like Nick Khan has just kind of like in the Game of Thrones, <laughs> Nick Khan
0: is the winner, man. <laughs> he he definitely has like Cersei Lannister in his way, like yeah, but, but not really because like Stephanie McMahon is the interim CEO yeah, while while Vince is taking a leave of absence. Except Vince is is still. Running creative, apparently. <laughs> I think uh, I think
1: Stephanie is Cersei, right? Like because like she's just kind of a you know, see you next Tuesday sometimes, but like <laughs> she's very shrewd, right? Like she's she's no dummy. Um, I think tri- I think uh, Triple H is very much a Jamie Lannister, right? Like he's just <laughs> fucking downtrodden, and you want to like him, but then he does stupid stuff sometimes, and it's just like, all right, guys. Um, Yo, the McMahon's are the Lannisters, yo. Yeah, it's they weird. They really are. <laughs> a little strange. Holy shit.
0: Again, um, like when when I heard the Domestic Man was embroiled in a sex scandal, I think the first thing that crossed my mind was how did it take this long?
1: Right. <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: like that's that's shocking. Like the fact that apparently like him and John Laurinaitis, like shared this woman is is gross. Um, just not something you want to think about. Uh, I find it amusing, but also incredibly typical that apparently like Vince and Linda McMahon have been estranged from each other for several years oh, at this yeah. point, which is you know also strange. But like the Stephanie like taking a leave of absence from her position, but now she's the interim CEO, like weeks later, on on the on the back of all this. And then like Vince McMahon, like just coming out on SmackDown just to get the like the support from the crowd which is really gross by the way considering we you don't know it, shit yeah it really is man like it really is like he's like he's
1: coming out like I'm, I'm I'm the fucking puppet master right like and 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 what did everyone in that fucking arena do they fucking cheered him man like yeah it's just so weird like the most interesting thing about wrestling is none of the wrestling
0: like it really yeah. is and And again, McMahon, like in the statement that he that they put out through his attorney, kind of like admitted that the reporting was, <laughs> was accurate, but like his argument was that it was completely consensual. So like, yeah, not nobody a big deal nobody said you nobody said you raped her, dude. <laughs> yeah. they, they said you paid a, you know. <laughs> Good
1: Lord, man. yeah, I, I just which which, by the way, Uh, so what do you have to say i didn't rape her well i mean that's a red (laughs) flag right (laughs) like like you don't just come out and say that right like that's a a bit of a red flag um yeah man it it's the whole thing is just kind of gross it is uh but the wwe
0: isn't going anywhere and um and (laughs) (laughs) if anything honestly like this might just speed up the sale and put the company on like more Stable business footing, but also like completely change how the business works. Right. This, this ironically might be the best thing to happen to this entire industry. Well, for, for its long term growth, perhaps. <laughs> but I, but like, I really think that like when, when the are no longer running, you know, steering the ship in WWE, that, that it's going to be very different looking product and probably not for the better in a lot of ways, if I'm being, if I'm being completely honest. Um, yeah. Because then you're going to get like a lot of Turner, you know, WCW days shit going on. I would imagine. Uh, you're getting it right now at, at AEW. You're That's, getting
1: it right now at
0: AEW. Yeah. See, yeah. Like, I
1: think as much as I as much as I like, like I enjoy both both products, but like the AEW still feels like WCW to me. Interesting, because like because
0: it, it it still feels like it's more. I don't know free spirited than WWE is right now.
1: I think that's very calculated. I I I think I think they're doing a very good job of of presenting that and I think their fan base their hardcore fan base mm-hmm. is is so like anti WWE that I I I think their fan base has a lot to do with it. Yeah. And and I'm strictly speaking, like, I'm a fan of, of the product, but I'm not like, I'm not like this wrestling historian, right? Like, mm-hmm. I'm not a part of the internet wrestling community, not an active member, right? Like, like, I'm, it, it's, I, I, I don't know, man. I just, sometimes I just feel like there's still a little WCW-ish, better than WCW, but mm-hmm. I still feel like
0: I see some signs, yeah, you know what I mean? So um but yeah, wild shit going on in WWE and and the fact that Vince McMahon has still not like stepped away completely is the most insane thing. Like like he stepped away oh, from like his serious role, but he's still doing like the other half of his job while all this is yeah,
1: going on. He's he's doing the half of his job that he likes. Yeah, which I'm I mean, sure is
0: not awkward at all for anyone <laughs> working backstage. <laughs>
1: Man, this is like this is like some R. Kelly type shit, right? Like (laughs) R. Kelly. R. Kelly has been telling us for years that he has been a sexual predator in all of his songs and all of his actions, and then finally, right? Like after after literally decades, he's finally being taken to task. It's the same thing, yeah. Right? Vince McMahon has been has been telling us through his actions, uh, through his booking. Bark like a dog, like yo, you gonna make a woman bark like a dog? (laughs) Kiss my ass. What if I was the father of your baby daughter? Like what the fuck? Like like no, yo, like let's not do an incest angle. (laughs) Well, somebody's doing an incest angle because like this is a weird dude, man, and like it just is finally coming. It's finally like people are taking it seriously. It's just funny that's
0: all. yeah um anthony says are you guys excited for hollow Knight silk song to come out in the next calendar year i'll tell you what hollow Knight is is one of those games that i've tried several times and i like it's not a bad game i like playing it but it's never sunk its fucking claws into me like a lot of other games do and and, and i end up playing it for a couple hours making some progress and then putting it down and not returning to it for several months
1: I uh I've never played Hollow Knight. I don't even know what
0: type of game it is. It is a uh, Metroid game. Okay.
1: Um. Maybe I'll maybe I'll play it. Maybe I'll give it a, it. It's got to be on like Game Pass. Oh, it yes,
0: it it one hundred percent is on Game Pass at this point. I think it's all. It, I think it's on Game Pass. I think it's on like the Sony fake Game Pass that <laughs> that they just rolled out. So like re- regardless of of where you want to play it. Uh, it is available. You can play it. Um, it's a good game. It's got a cool style to it. Music's excellent. Um, again, it is a Metroid game. So if you like Metroid games, then it's there for you. Uh, the con- like it's a Metroid game with a with slightly challenging, more like more challenging combat. Probably a tick above like Castlevania 2D. You know, Metroid Mania combat.
1: My thing with Metroid games—the last Metroid-style game I played that I really, really enjoyed was Guacamele. Mm-hmm. And I think the thing with me in Metroid-style games is, I kind of have to like the world, and I mm-hmm. kind of have to dig. And I and I dig Guacamelee's world, right? Because like we just had a five-minute conversation about wrestling. Wow! Turns out Guacamelee is about all wrestling. <laughs> and um, and I and I. And I think I didn't give Hollow Knight a shot just because I, I, you know, I see it and I just, there's something about it that I just didn't, like, gravitate toward.
0: Yeah. I mean, um, it, it definitely has a distinct world um, with a lot of flavor. um, But whether you like it or not, it's a whole different thing altogether. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, I think it's a good game, but it just never... It never hooked me in the same way it did for many, many other people who were very excited to see a Silk Song trailer and immediately bummed out that it didn't have a release date <laughs> inside of it. So, uh, Mark says, if you bought any of the higher PlayStation Plus tiers, uh, what games were you on the fence about that got you to get that tier? Uh, I've not upgraded my subscription yet. Um, honestly, like the games that are available have not stopped me. It's the fact that their cloud streaming uh, is still pretty limited. Um, so that you can only do it on PlayStation or PC. And if you can't do it on a phone, then I'm not giving you the money to, to, to make that happen.
1: Um, I'm not going to get the, uh, the bigger tears. I do have a gripe with it though. Um, it's turned the, it's, it's turned the PlayStation store into a mess.
0: <laughs> See, I, I'm not even logged on to my PlayStation since they rolled it out. So I don't know what it's done. It's got like, it's like,
1: Hey, here's new releases. Tekken 2 and siphon (laughs) filter and shit like that. I'm like, what? And it's new releases per the
0: PlayStation Plus like premium package, Mm -hmm. right? Can't you can't you also buy those games separately though?
1: I think you can. Mm -hmm. But I like if I if I hop on to the store to see like, hey, what's coming out? Like, I don't I need them to like section that off. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I need them to I need them to to kind of fix this again because it was it was great before. And now with this, like they I get it. They're showing you all these games like, oh wow, I could play siphon filter. I haven't played that in a long time. And like I get what they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. But um no, I don't I don't like it. I I, I don't I don't like it. I, I'm trying to pull it up on my phone to see if it to see if it does the same thing. Um but i'm not uh but i'm not seeing it but in the in the actual store it just is a bit of a yeah yeah it's here like i click on ps5 Mm -hmm. and then it's showing me it's showing me like siphon filter and uh jurassic world evolution 2 i guess that's a new game that is that is a new game uh, Resident Evil Director's Cut, Wild <laughs> Arms, Worms Armageddon. Like I'm seeing, I'm getting all these things, and I'm like, what? Huh? What? So yeah, fix it.
0: Yeah, it's a little weird. I, and and again, this like like you know, that's always been a problem that the PlayStation Source had they've never done curation very well. um yeah. Mark also, so Mar- Mark Mark likes to ask the questions to serve the shit on the show, and I think he thinks he's stirring shit. Uh, on the show with this question, Uh, but he's wrong. And I'll explain why he says, uh, are you a middle of the Brownie or an edge of the Brownie type of person? Uh,
1: You know, this might get me a lot of flack, not a Brownie person. I mean, that's Um, fair.
0: I am, I am half a Brownie person. Um, I I prefer not Brownies, but I will eat a Brownie if it's, if it's available. Um, That being said, uh, I'm a middle of the Brownie person and, Here's why that's not controversial, because the way that partnerships work, in in like a like a um, you know like 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 a marriage or you know some other kind of partnership, is you want to find someone who runs counter to you, in terms of your brownie habit. So like my wife is an edge of the brownie person, uh. and I'm a middle brownie person, so it works out really well because she 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 takes the edges and and I take the the middle and and she doesn't want me to have the corners and that's fine cuz I don't want them cuz like the corners have two edges and so they're better than a single edge. <laughs> you know what?
1: I mean it it's you're 100% right. Like yeah. that's why you guys are uh are a successful couple. It's it's the yin and yang via brownie.
0: Yes. So, so so Mark, Mark was thinking he was going to stir up some shit like he did with the fucking pie pie cake debate um a couple weeks ago. And and the thermostat debate a couple weeks ago, but yeah, not sorry this time. About it. You got to you got to pick time.
1: a new one. I am I I am not a concentrated chocolate person. Uh,
0: I I don't
1: uh the closest ch- pure chocolate thing I will have is a chocolate milkshake and that is
0: not pure chocolate. So We'll see and, and the funny thing with brownies like my preferred brownie is like a brownie, but like with cream cheese, like you know, d- you know, on top, like like drizzled yeah. on top. So it's kind of like a black bottom, in in, in yeah. some sorts of ways. So, um, finally, Trey says, given the success of Streets of Rage Four and TMNT Shredder's Revenge, should Capcom stop bullshitting and let Dot Emu get the Final Fight license, or is Capcom just going to keep Final Fight going via Street Fighter? Um, I don't know, man. Like I could see them contracting out well well, emu is a publisher first of all i can't remember who the actual developer is that that did these games um i could see I them that game say again i played that game i played tm and t
1: shredder's revenge
0: oh there you go uh, see i i've not bought it yet i'm gonna probably buy it this weekend um have heard it's very very good
1: it is it's very very good i mean yeah. i don't know what else to say about it like it's it's the best thing since like turtles in time like it's yeah. it's
0: it's amazing but anyway go ahead i didn't mean to do real no it's okay um I I think if Capcom wants to do anything with final fight, then it would make sense just to give it to these guys and let them kind of run wild with it, considering how good streets of rage four is and how good shredder's revenge is. Um, but that's if Capcom wants to do anything with final fight, (laughs) like, like you're making, you're making the assumption that Capcom wants to, you know, bring the final fight, uh, branding back to the surface again. I don't think they care. Yeah.
1: I think, um, I think the reason you saw a bunch of uh, Final Fight characters in Street Fighter 5 is because um, Yoshinori Ono, when he was producer of uh, Four and parts of Five, he really liked Final Fight. Um, you know, there's a reason why, uh, according to that leaked list, like there are no f- Final Fight like characters in it like that you can play as right like i like i i'm sure they like the idea of final fight and street fighter and and rival schools and all that being a shared world but um i feel like if you're gonna do anything with final fight you gotta kind of go back to your roots mm-hmm. and while i really like the idea of uh of um this like a new final fight given to to these folks who did. uh TMNT Shredder's Revenge, uh, because that game is like weirdly like like it's got cancels and and um, and and like it's like escape moves. Right. Like mm-hmm. it's not just like it's a very, very good game yeah, uh, for what it is. But I do like the idea of like them shopping it out. I think the last time they they shopped out a property was DMC Devil May Cry and yeah. um and and that really didn't uh hit people like in the feels at least aesthetically like the game was fine mm-hmm. but like they saw this heroine dante and they were like what the fuck is this
0: so, well and and i could be i could be wrong about this but from my pers- perception um it does not seem like that final fight has the same level of like nostalgia Uh, That folks had for Streets of Rage and for Turtles. Um, I think that the reason that those games are so successful is because their original iterations um, were also like super beloved, Uh, at least in the U.S. Um, I'm sure Final Fight was more popular in Japan. Um, But like I I didn't play Final Fight until I was an adult Um, at all. I didn't play Streets of Rage until I was an adult. (laughs) But But did you have a Genesis growing up? I did not. Well, that, so yeah, that's, that's why, that's why you play streets of rage. Like, like there's a whole generation of folks who played the shit out of streets of rage. Terrence, you know, being one of them, of course, Yeah, as we talked about on the show before. Um, and the turtles games were, you know, an, an institution when we were kids, like that came, that came out on fucking everything. Um, so I think, I think that that helped those games is that they had this, like nostalgia base that I don't necessarily know that final fight has. Um, you know, because like even even on the schoolyard when I was a kid, like there wasn't anyone being like, "Oh well, shit, you got to play Final Fight." It's amazing. Like no, like you got to play throws and Time. Like throws and Time is where it's at. So.
1: Yeah, I I mean, I wanna I want to say I want to believe you, but I'm I'm a Capcom Mark, and <laughs> uh and uh, I I would love another Final Fight. Um, but uh, you might be right. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe it doesn't have the the panache that uh, it certainly doesn't have the panache that like Ninja Turtles has, right? Yeah. Like Ninja Turtles would like Ninja Turtles is in a class all by itself when it comes to stuff like this. When it comes to properties and brand recognition, right? Um, but I don't know. I feel like Streets of Rage and Final Fight were kind of on the same kind of on the same level. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm just like. Like I said, maybe I'm just Capcom Mark that uh I can't see past his his love for yeah. Capcom.
0: Well and, and it's funny because like I think that if they had used like especially like Mike Hagar in <laughs> in properties outside of Final Fight more, maybe they could have built that panache um yeah. because again like Michael Mike Hagar is a cool character like like this fucking buff dude like going out kicking ass and he's the mayor like that's yeah he's that's the mayor cool dude. yeah
1: <laughs> he's basically the mayor of Detroit right like it's just like I can't fucking do this shit like well somebody's got to take care of business right and he and he's still got his fucking he's still got his slacks on yeah he's got a slacks and his brown loafers on just giving people power drivers and shit right like like I I'm very upset that he was never a character in street fight early. I, yeah. I understand he was a character in Marvel versus Capcom, but like they don't count, right? No. Like they don't they don't really count. Uh yeah, that guy should have been a man. That guy should have been a a character. It should be him and Zangief uh going at it, right? Like that should have been like a an awesome like thing. I don't know. But we'll see. Now Cody's the mayor. the fuck out of here. Is he That's Cody? Mayor And Cody. Street Fighter V, that's 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 Cody's arc, right? And Street Fighter V <laughs> he ends up being the mayor. This fucking dude who decided that vigilante justice was the right thing to do. Uh and look, to his like defense, like the mayor backed him up, right? Um then he got thrown in prison for it. And then he, you know, he's a felon, right? <laughs> and and now he's the mayor carrying around a knife. Man, you better get out of here. <laughs> Goddamn political upper. Man, that's some white privilege ass shit if I've ever seen it, yo. Political upper. Like,
0: no, bitch. It was criminal upper. You a criminal. <laughs> On that note, uh, that is all we have at the post office. Thank you guys very much for submitting your questions. Uh, you guys can submit them too if you join our Discord at densepixels.com slash fans. We are willing to elicit uh Any of your nonsense that you want to throw away. And there's always some good questions every week uh, from you guys listening in the Dense Pixels post office. Make sure you subscribe to this show and all the other TNP shows wherever you download Find Podcast. You can go over to youtube.com/slash pixels and subscribe to us there as well. You can ring that bell icon too so you get notifications whenever the new videos post. And then you can go to twitch.tv slash dense pixels to subscribe to us there and then follow our individual Twitch accounts as well. I am dense pixels, Brad. Carrie is up. It's Carrie. Terrence is apparition 410. Uh, Micah, enjoy doing uh, doing dad stuff for the next couple months. It'd yeah. you very excited. Uh, I'm very
1: excited. Uh, Friday is the big day, and um, uh, my wife doesn't want to tell, doesn't want the name to be revealed. It's not like, it's not like, a weird name uh i just find it funny so it's a name that has it it, my wife is a royalist right Mm -hmm. like she likes the royals right and and it's a name that has something in common with uh the the british royals Mm -hmm. and the and the rock so guess what that name is (laughs) (laughs) so yeah but i'm um, uh enjoy uh enjoy the podcast um uh, or should i say uh bear with brad and and carrie and whomever else they have uh coming on the show uh to uh to uh try their damnedest to fill my shoes uh, i wear a 14 so uh you got to get a big dude at least
0: the uh, at least the ad reads will be more coherent for a couple of months. yeah <laughs> We got that going for us. So, but yeah. Uh, so make sure you tune in next week. We'll be back. Uh, Biko will be back in just a couple of months. He'll he'll, he'll be back free note, kids. Don't worry. So, uh, but that is it for this week. Thank you very much for watching and listening. We'll see you all the next time.
1: See ya.